0: We are back again for yet another edition of Hit the Target podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets. And this time we're chatting all things title. well, it's title talk. It's uh, been a talking point for a couple of weeks now. And this week took a turn for the worst, the best, depending on uh, which side of the spectrum you choose to, to, to favor. Um, of course, in this podcast, we favor Arsenal, or at least half of us. Um <laughs> With me to discuss uh, title race and all things more Premier League um, is Desh Bhattab. Uh, Desh, good to have you back. Um, of course, it's just two of us in studio. It's lonely. Mm, yeah. joining me at the top, lonely at the top. Yeah, we wouldn't, wouldn't want to <laughs> come here with the
1: two of us following a formal defeat. but uh, Yeah. Uh,
0: to paint a clearer picture, Desh is an Everton supporter. I myself am an Arsenal supporter. Um, this week, what happened, Desh?
1: Um... Look, it's two defeats in in their last two now for Everton. I'm not sure, um, you know, like how the how internally how they're reacting. Um, you know, I I still believe in the Dyke project. I think uh, mm. on one of my when you first got so you
0: uh, forgive um, oh, Sean Dyke. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I do. I mean, look, we we're. We're probably only going to get another four wins from, <laughs> from now until the end of the season. But uh, look, it could be enough. We know he's a relegation specialist. Mm-hmm. You know, last week, lost against Villa, maybe we could have got a point. It wasn't on home soil. The mm-hmm. week before that, it was against Leeds. All three points there. Yeah. So you know, that's a. I'm looking at that as a six-pointer. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> so I'm sure he's he's lining up his next appointment. Uh, next appointment. Um, And uh, yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still positive that we'll avoid relegation and and possibly push for like you know thirteen ish. Um, Well, that's yeah. We 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 face we face. We should at least be aiming
0: for four places up.
1: We we face Nottingham Forest next to R and thirteen, so there are only four points out of us. It's it's really doable. Um, Yeah, and uh, we'll see. Mm.
0: Um, Let's turn our attention to the top end of the table. And speaking of the magic number four. Or fantastic four rather, uh, the team have won the league four times out of the last five. Uh, Manchester City they kickstart the the weekend um, a home tie against Newcastle. They now find themselves five points off the summit. Um, of course, after Arsenal's uh, victory, as we touched on, um, Manchester City mm. I, I don't know. i as an Arsenal supporter, I'm kind of optimistic that you know the droughts, the, trof- the title droughts will end. rather. that I, I just see Arsenal as a a better team than Manchester City now. Um, I'm not taking anything away from Manchester City and what they are. I think they are still. And how do I say this without contradicting what I've just said? I think they're the best team in the world.
1: Man City. Yeah. yeah. I just
0: think something's going, something's going wrong there. and with it um, has something to do with. Um, I don't say player power, but the Cancelo issue. Um, Kevin De Bruyne being on the bench more often than not. Mm. Um, there's a bit of over reliance on Erling Haaland. It wasn't the case in previous seasons, um, where they kind of split the goals between them. Um, it's kind of hard to split goals when one person's scoring. Yeah. You, you know ridiculous numbers. But there's but, just something about Manchester City this season. I feel like it's, n- it's not special. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm glad you mentioned the Haaland, um, you know goal scoring record. I don't think people um, are making as big of a fuss of it now. Mm. It's like once he's once he's hit that uh, last season. I think it was the tally was twenty three. Mm. I'm not mistaken. I think it was Son and and uh, Salah. Um, but but yeah, he's obviously surpassed that and he's on track to set probably the highest. And um, yeah, I think people are. I don't want to say fed up, but my my take is that it's almost expected he'll score. It's almost expected he that he will win. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's. That's been like almost a decade in the making, you know, the better yeah. part of a decade with all the managers, the funds. Um, so in, in my opinion, I'm um, I'm a bit bored of watching City play. You yeah. know, like it's the amount of passes they do. I just don't feel it's as creative as they used to be. Um, you, you know, there's, um, if I look at, you know, the front line with, with Grealish and, um, you know, in Holland, like... Mm-hmm. They don't excite me as the previous frontline used to. Well, and and this is like from a neutral perspective. Yeah. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't have any vested interest in Man City. City but um, you know, when I when I see a, a title um, contender, you know, mm-hmm. if I look at Liverpool, even though mm-hmm. I'm not, a, in fact, I'm anything but a Liverpool supporter, but I still know that they're exciting and still would want to watch them. Mm. Um, and I still, you know, even with Arsenal, again, another title contender. I would want to watch them, you know, from neutral because I know they're exciting. Something's going to come. I don't get that from Man City this season, at least.
0: That's excellent point that you bring up because I was chatting to um, our sound expert, who obviously mixes, does the mixing, the podcast, Martin, and he's a Man United supporter. And we were having a discussion um, earlier in the week. Um, I said Arsenal have to win the league this season because I feel like Manchester United will win the next season, mm. and I say that because. Exactly what you mentioned. I watch them, and I'm. I don't want to be excited, but I love watching Man United. Mm. And if, if
1: there's some if, thrill, there's yeah. something unexpected. It's just you something know.
0: about the way they set up, the way they coach, the way they move the ball from back to front, um, mm. then back to you know the back, and it just keeps on moving. They can keep the ball for um, 60 minutes and entertain you, whereas yeah. City could keep the ball for 60 minutes, and mm. it could be dull like and boring, yeah. and you know
1: passes between the
0: midfield. Um, and in it's the same so, with Arsenal,
1: it's, it's like it's so like relentless, you yeah. know. Because the, the, you'd see Bernardo Silva playing left back, and I'm mm. like, Bernardo Silva could be one of the best cams in the world, you know. Mm-hmm. He's Portugal, um, you know. If you look at his stint at Monaco, mm-hmm. you know how exciting he was. Mm. Uh, and if you look at some of his goals he scored as well, one touch finishes, beautiful trickery. Could keep the ball anywhere on a pitch. Like I mean, anywhere. Yeah. And I expect him to either win a foul or or retain possession. You yeah. know. Um, or, or so, so I just want to get it, well. I just get it I'm yeah. not
0: fetched. or I'm not losing my head in saying that Man City aren't the same as they were they,
1: they really aren't and mm-hmm. um, you know it's I think it comes down to the excitement you know mm-hmm. the, um, I believe the, the City hierarchy are, are planning on um, extending the stadium you know they do have uh, in my opinion a younger fan um, base mm-hmm. if you, you know they, they're yeah. looking at um, the more younger generation um, so hopefully they'll grow and, um, you know, they will get more fans along the way. But with the current style of football, wow. Like, they do score. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you, they, they, they still are, threat, no doubt. You yeah. know, they just um, put four past Bournemouth. Well, at that point, Bournemouth, they, they are the weakest, um, uh, the leakiest defense, shall I say. Yeah. Um, and probably um, going, <laughs> going to the championship or making their return <laughs> to the championship. But, yeah, in, in a, in a, in a four-goal four um they, they didn't even keep a clean sheet, hmm. you know. So the I'm not sure if it's a warning sign. Exactly, you know, uh, for all the possession they have, they they didn't they didn't retain a clean sheet, and that uh, seemed to seemed to be their worry this season because um, they didn't keep on in the Champions League against um, Leipzig. Yeah, not Forest. You know, the drop points there. Arsenal scored against them. They did win three one, but Arsenal did manage to find the back of the net. Um, Aston Villa as well Ollie Watkins Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. so um, Tottenham beat them Mm -hmm. you know so uh, clean sheets are are very sparse to come by if you're a City um, City player
0: Not so much with Newcastle though because they've shown this season um, in fact it was not so long ago where Nick Pope went I think it was um, close to 7 hours or 7 or 8 hours without conceding a goal and that's just ridiculous especially um, in the best league in the world Mm. Um, so it's quite contrasting fortunes you've got. On one side, the highest score is uh, the best striker in the league or the, you know, the most prolific striker at least. And then on the other side, you've got the most stubborn defence. Mm. Um, so which way is this, this side going? Um,
1: look, City are... <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's City. If I'm just being, being frank, I think City do win this. Mm-hmm. Um, for all the good that Newcastle... Um, you know that they've shown, shown us, shown England, shown the world, to be honest. Um, I, I think I still think it's cities are the wheels turning go- off um, well the wheels are they coming off Newcastle is it I don't think it's a case of because they have dropped
0: drop points I remember yeah. they were in a title race and I think I looked at the log table after Arsenal beat um, Everton in Madrid and I think Newcastle are 19 points mm. off top spots yeah they were like 5 points yeah I think 3 podcasts ago yeah so it's, well, well it's not mathematically possible but I mean, they were, they were within that mix. Um, yeah, and now I, they're competing for top four, not even in the top four.
1: So, I, I don't think they were ever trying to make a um, Champions League spot. Mm. I don't think that was the Eddie Howe's um, mandate. Yeah, mandate. I don't think it was the board. I don't think it was an objective set by the board. Mm-hmm. Definitely build towards that. It's the same, same thing with Arsenal. You know, he said 100%. when he signed, he they had a three-year plan. They're, they already reached that in the first year. Yeah. It could be the same thing with Eddie Howe. You know, they did have a three-year plan, and they were already there. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I do think that um, he will maybe let the reins looser, But, you know, give his players a bit more freedom, if you look at St. Maximum, you know, a guy like that, mm-hmm. he's absolutely lethal. I think he'll fancy his chances against somebody like Rico Henry or uh, Rico Lewis, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Rico Henry, obviously. Brentford. <laughs> Brentford player. Um, Rico Lewis. Um, maybe even Bernardo Silva is there. Um, you know, maybe even Kyle Walker, I'm not sure who's going to come up against, but, you know, EDI, we can cajole, mm-hmm. you know, Saint-Maximus, say, you know what, run it. Then these are the defending champs. Show me what you're made of. Cut in, put something past Edison, put something in the box. You know, Isaac is there, mm. very young striker. I think they will fancy their chances. But like I said, City have been near perfect, perfect at home in a league, 31 points out of a possible 36. Wow. Yeah. So that tells you it is, it is still very much um, I think, in, as far as the home league table goes, I think they are yeah. leaders. Uh probably. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know off the top of my head, <laughs> but I, I'm sure like we're there. They, they <coughs> are probably Arsenal. I know Arsenal had a near perfect. Um, it was Arsenal and Newcastle they hadn't been mm. impeached at home mm-hmm. in the league mm-hmm. up to a certain point. It was um, <coughs> it was Newcastle who was the last uh, remaining team, mm. but uh, obviously they were done by Liverpool. Not uh, so long ago. Yeah.
0: Um. Wow. Well, that, you know what? I, I actually think Newcastle gets something here. And I'm going to say why. is because of set pieces. Mm. So Newcastle, I think, can contain City and frustrate them and frustrate them and frustrate them. Mm. And it could, you know, I think City could get emotional, mm. if that makes sense. And you can't afford to give away rash files against um, a team like Newcastle with Trippier on a dead ball. And yep. you've got players like Watman, Fabian Shaw, Dan Byrne, um, Jolintz and Callum Bolts and Isak that you mentioned mm. those are serious threats in the box especially at set pieces and I don't think Manchester City are the greatest defenders when it comes to set pieces I don't know what the stats say behind that but um, just based off what I've seen I think Newcastle could at least leave the Etihad with, with the points well, of
1: The centre-back partnership also is going to be interesting you know to mm. see which I, I believe he's playing three at the back these mm. days um, which wasn't the case in previous season Is he season. panicking? I think, oh look, he's literally popped another defender <laughs> yeah. back when when it's like he's Time got to go for it exactly, <laughs> so um look who who would who would be foolish enough to try and guess what Pep is thinking, yeah, you know, um but I guess he's uh, he's got some something up his sleeve, and um yeah, i mean the three center back isn't working, I don't know if he puts a fourth center back <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you know he Goes to
0: the back <laughs> <floor>. <laughs> Time will tell. Yeah. Time will tell. Um, now we turn our attention to Pep's understudy. Mm. Um, hasn't been the case this season. I mean, of course, if you had to ask Mikel Oteta, but I'm sure you'd be humble enough to say he still learns a lot from Pep every single day. But um, his team are running away with that Arsenal on 60 points. Um, what a season they're having. They were ruthless. Um, Doesn't imagery. feel good to say. It, it it feels so good, and I must say, in midweek, look, there was a. I remember saying on this podcast a couple of weeks ago when Arsenal, I think, were, I think, had one point in four matches or were winless in four games. Um, mm-hmm. When we drew uh, against Brentford, lost to Everton, played Man City, um, I think in the league and cup, and it's just it wasn't going well for Arsenal within, I mm-hmm. think, in the space of three weeks or so. And I remember saying, keep keep the faith you know, Arsenal will rise again because they've shown that they've got 50 points halfway through a season on course to get 100 points. Mm-hmm. Now they, you know, now they, of course, got 60 points and still have that five-point lead over Manchester City. And what was funny is after the game, I, I went back to the World Cup and I saw that Arsenal left or went into the World Cup like rather five points clear of Manchester City.
1: And they
0: still... 11 games later. They are yeah. still five points clear of Manchester City. So this is a team that you just have to respect. This is a team that will not go away. This is a team that, even if they lose the title, they'll make sure it goes to the final day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you'll see um, a champion being crowned until uh, the, the, the latter end.
1: Do you think goal difference um, could play a part in this? Because um, they look some of their goals, um, mm-hmm. they've got... They, you, you know, we mentioned Man City. We just spoke about them. Yeah. and All of them are coming from Holland, mm. you've got an Arsenal um, attacking, like, is it, I don't want to say trio, but a quartet, mm. you know, like, and each of them could... Well, it's like a quintet now because well, you've got Trossard,
0: <laughs> who's, who's just because, come in. Yeah. And with the goals, I, I actually preferred Arsenal's way at the moment. I, mm. I wouldn't want Arsenal to be reliant on one goal scorer. Arsenal. Arsenal are the only team in the league this season to so have two players in double figures, mm. uh, with Martinelli on 11 and Saka on 10. But I think Martin Odegaard has nine goals. So that's yeah. almost, in fact, that is 30 goals between them. If you do the calculations, it's 30 goals between just your front three. Mm. And then, of course, Nketia is coming in and chipping in. Gabriel Jesus will be back after the international break later this month. Trossard has got about eight or nine goals in the league as well, of course. Most of them coming at Brighton. So there is goals on that pitch. Mm. Um, Bournemouth, I think it's hashtag play for Bournemouth weekend.
1: Just... Yeah, it is the league's sneakiest. Uh, As you mentioned, first Yeah. And mm. um, do, do Arsenal, like, I want to say keep a clean sheet? You know, like, Bournemouth, they haven't. Uh, they, they're a bit of a sneaky. You, you know what's funny is that Arsenal were 4 up in midweek.
0: I, I just tell, I challenge our viewers or listeners to go and watch the end of that game again. Watch the last five minutes. Mm. Look how focus on the clean sheet those players are.
1: Mm.
0: Adam Ramsel makes a, a world-class save in the 92nd minutes. Um, in about the 89th minute or so, Alexi Bobby burst through the defence as one-on-one with, um, I think it's Gabriel at the back. Two seconds later, he's spawned by four players, mm. um, which shows how much that I think defence has been a key part of uh, Mikel Arteta's tactics of late, and I think he's definitely going to focus on that clean sheet because um I think it was just one clean
1: sheet in the last 16 games yeah, before was, midweek.
0: So th- it was quite terrible and you cannot win the league with that record.
1: And again, it, it echoes my sentiments about the goal difference. You mm. know, how, how big mm. would, would a clean sheet be? You know, one goal. You, mm. if, and could it possibly even be City's demise? You know, the downfall, like yeah. the lack of clean sheets. You always look at Edison, always putting his uh, head and shoulders above the the other keepers for, um, for the clean sheet award. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think Ramsdale, he, he started the season off very well, mm. you know, since I've since, uh, been given the, the, go- the gloves. <laughs> um, <laughs> there is <egg>. a <laughs> um and, and yeah, I guess, I guess it is uh, yeah. hashtag pray for the cherries this weekend. Eh?
0: It, it certainly is. Um, Arsenal definitely going in all our multiples. Um, a couple of games to touch on on Saturday and uh, early on Sunday before we move on to the, the big one on Sunday, um, Aston Villa against Crystal Palace. We saw Aston Villa return to winning ways.
1: You, you are
0: just gifting aren't you?
1: We are the, the kindest uh, club <laughs> in the land. We might not be the meanest. But, you know, look, it was a, a spirited performance from Unai Emery. You know, he hasn't had the easiest of times mm. since uh, taking over from Steven Gerrard. Um and um like it was it was a good fight, you know. Um like I, I, earlier I did think that we would maybe get a point. Um I think that might have been been Sean Dyke's mandate in that in that fixture. But uh, you know, and Arsenal did have a, a relatively poor run of form before the three straight league yeah. losses, mm. you know. So uh, I think um I think two were uh, to Manchester City and
0: Arsenal though. So it <laughs> kind of doesn't paint the yeah. full picture. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So it was tough opposition. Excusable.
1: But like I said, I, I think Sean Dyke, it is, it's, Premier League, I believe is form. Mm. You know, it's all about form. And um, Everton, you know, we had been in Leeds 1-0. No. We had lost Liverpool before that. Yeah. Um, and, but that, that was a spirited performance, you know, mm. right up until the, the counter-attack, which, you know, obviously led to a goal. Yeah. Um, and uh, I can't really say much about yesterday's performance. Um, it was away from home, and I think Goodison Park is gonna uh, it's gonna be where we see most of our points. Mm-hmm. Um, we did we did have the same number of shots on target as Arsenal, so about five, uh, five apiece. Mm-hmm. You know, I love but how you've just started talking about
0: Everton <laughs> when we're discussing Aston <laughs> and Crystal Palace. Um, we will get to Everton, yeah. just don't worry. Uh, but I'm sure listeners want to hear a verdict on Aston
1: Villa and Crystal mm. Palace. Yeah, I think I can see a lower It's hard, I, hard, to, hard yeah, to argue that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, um, I did get a bit sidetracked, thanks. A, <laughs> a, bit, a bit
0: sidetracked. Very yeah. um, passionate about your team. If only your, your team was <laughs> as passionate um, about winning as you were. Um, Brighton against West Ham. Um, Brighton. What's, what's your thoughts on that? Mm. Because they were in the mix, they kind of went out of it. they're back in the mix. they I think we want them to go away, but they're just not
1: going away. I think they're Premier League sweethearts. Mm-hmm. you know I think I think that's their that's their story. Um, I will say this. Desabria has had a bit more time um, now, you know, they did lose one two to Fulham on home soil. Mm. I'm sure that wouldn't have been very pleasant for the base squad. Um, obviously the fixture against Newcastle it was postponed due to that cup final and um, you know their opponents this time out is, is West Ham I think they'll be fancying their chances against the Hammerside they haven't really scored that many goals and then they go and drop four against Nottingham Forest yeah. um, but I think I think that that's a case of home soil you know so mm-hmm. um, away from home they aren't the strongest and um, I think Brighton bonds back in this one
0: three points at the Amex um Interesting to see how Brighton respond, of course, West Ham coming off that 4-0 victory over Nottingham Forest, like you mentioned. Uh there's Chelsea against Leeds. This is this is an interesting one because Chelsea play two of their biggest rivals in the space of a week. They played Tottenham last week. <laughs> With terrible. I, I think there was a terrible performance. Um and now they play Leeds who, you know, are probably their biggest rivals in the league. They, there's just that there's so much hatred between these two clubs. Um, what I'm trying to understand, and maybe you can answer it, is how is Graham Potts still employed as a manager? Mm-hmm. They have the same amounts of points as Aston Villa. Aston Villa, just this season, had Steven Gerrard as their coach, yeah. who's, who, who showed us the worst Aston Villa team in the in, in Premier League. You know, In the past couple of Premier League seasons, I haven't seen an Aston Villa team so bad. And that Aston Villa team is on par with Chelsea. Um,
1: do you think Chelsea get relegated this season? No, they don't get relegated this season. <laughs> um, but I just I just don't know when the bleeding is going to stop. I, I do think they will
0: struggle to pick up a victory this season, okay. uh, this 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 weekend rather. Um, if oh, if, they sure the <laughs> <laughs> if they don't win the season, if they don't win the season, I mean, goodness me, um, someone's head will be on a chopping chopping block. But uh, Chelsea are not good they're not
1: good it's just the lack of goals honestly yeah. i don't
0: think it's the lack of goals it's it's the setup that graham Potts is so out of his depth i've, I've i i do not enjoy watching chelsea mm. i hate watching chelsea mm. I, ha- I hate when they on my tv yeah it's it's a it's a bad watch mm.
1: it is um yeah it's definitely sad, sad signs um at at the stamford bridge you know leeds are away from home mm. um and chelsea Look, this is, I want to say a must-win ahead of the Champions League clash with, with
0: Dortmund. I, I don't think, like, I, I'm tired of saying must-win for Chelsea. Because yeah. must-win to, to do one. What? Yeah. what is their goal for the rest of the season? Because they're not going to get top four. Are they playing for Europa League? Are they playing for the Conference League? Are they just winging it until potter gets a fresh start next season? What is the fresh start for? Is it for new players? Is it for, if you know, they, if this pre-season?
1: I, I don't know. You see, if they, if they sack him, then it's like another huge change. You know, like in a season of, of just um, ins and outs, you know. Do you are, think they improve under
0: different management this season? If they it's, sack him now, it's like let's really, just throw Jose Mourinho's name in there. Mm-hmm. If they get Jose back yeah. now, do they improve?
1: He is a special one, you know, maybe he's the, I, I the only one that I think the team challenges
0: for, for European spots. If yeah. they sack Potza now and bring and bring Jose Mourinho in, I think this team will mount a really good run. Um they've got a couple of difficult fixtures. They're mm. making every fixture look difficult also. Yeah. yeah. Um but Potts is not winning the winnable games.
1: Yeah. Um, oh I, I actually didn't think about Mourinho. I was looking more and you know, you lose Enrique's mm-hmm. and um, you know, some of the the former like coaches yeah. in the club that uh yeah, but I, I thought Enrique would have been a good shot. I don't think Enrique wants this job. Yeah, right now see I don't that, think Sedan would want this job. That that comes like the the thing, like they'll be they will potentially ruin their record. Mm. You know? And um with Potter I think I'm I'm not sure if he's gonna step down, you know, like uh I don't no, know if that'll be a media. So. Yeah, so do you think he just stays and, and winds it out? I think he's he's
0: probably using the season as preseason. Mm. I think you know he's you know, his objectives kick in from next season and what he wants to achieve. Yeah. um, Which, which is, but he was appointed Philly. Small, fairly, small fairly club into. mentality. It's, I'm sorry to say, but that's not how Chelsea used to, to do their business before. Yeah. And Chelsea are going so many steps backwards. It's, it's sad to see because, you know, many nights are improving, Arsenal are improving, City are who they are. Liverpool are having a blip this season, but they will be back. Um, Tottenham, just Won't go away. We spoke about how terrible they are. They fought, mm. they, they're not going anywhere. Chelsea are going so many steps backwards,
1: and I, I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Do you think it was a case of their new manager bounce? Because you know, that, that's that is what it the was. Thing. So that those early season, those early signs when, when Potter was announced, mm. um, I and think go on pretty solid. I think eight, nine games, or something mm-hmm. undefeated, number of goals that scored. Et cetera, et cetera. beats?
0: I think as with well, AC Milan home in a way to mm-hmm. get Chelsea he did. Yeah, you top know, spot in the top in spot the in the league. Champions
1: League. Yeah, and look, I've, I think that paints it cracks for me. That the the the, the telltale is going to be the Champions League for me. You know, mm. I've never I've never said that they're going to do anything in the league. Um, possibly just just go for a top half finish, mm. and they're a run in the Champions League. And uh, obviously Potter been Massively inexperienced, he's he's um, yeah he's out of his depth. But um, I do think they get past Dortmund. That's the thing. I've been very I've been very optimistic. Um, I think the, that um, mm, that he's I got. I don't know about that. Dish. Think he's got what it takes. And 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 uh, again, the, I think Chelsea as a squad have what it takes under mm, him. I, I'm not not convinced. Look, they got Jao Felix there. I, I don't know if he's going to single handedly take this team. But m- my question
0: is, and I, and I asked this question a couple of weeks ago, is who has improved under Graham Potter. Yeah. Even the players he's worked with in the past, Marco Kukurela, he looks horrendous. In fact, he looks like, he was close to joining Manchester City. Manchester City sold Zinchenko to Arsenal because they thought they, they were getting links, Mark to them. And I think they're probably looking at the transfer deal, nine thinking. Goodness mm. me, Chango, Chango
1: Silva has, has uh, I believe, he's ruled out for six weeks or something. Mm-hmm. And he was he, the best player. He's yeah, the best defender in the league. He's just such a calming, calming force. He's going to be a massive loss. I'm not sure if Leeds leads down, don't lose. I yeah, think win draw. They're looking, they're looking at this. I'm sure Javi Garcia as well. We just spoke about new manager bonds. Mm-hmm. Um, when starts of his senior. yeah yeah, a, a good yeah a good win against a relegation. Um, you know, fellow fellow relegation struggler, and I think it was Southampton, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Um, but you know, Leeds they do look rampant, though. No matter who the manager is, just know when they are counterattacking, it's like three, four players committing themselves. Mm. the The pace of the ball is insane, and uh, you know, between Loftus Cheek and Enzo Fernandez, I'm not sure if either is going to catch. I think they're getting it wrong with Enzo Fernandez. He was a eight in the World Cup. Mm. He's not a six. Yeah, and he's they, not they a six. Playing, he's like screening. Uh, yeah.
0: Since when? I mean, it's it's incredible. But uh, I I think I'd, I'd just, you know, let's move on to the next fixture. But I do want to make the statements. Chelsea right now, as it stands today, uh, first week of February, are the worst team in the Premier League. Um, I think anyone who plays Chelsea now, don't lose, mm. if if that makes sense. Um, they're not 20th position, but they are the worst team in the league right now. Um, it showed a couple of weeks ago when Southampton beat them at home. But uh, Wolves against... Tottenham, That's a, it's a tricky one. Um, um, this used to be the No. No <coughs> Derby.
1: <laughs> yeah, look, Tottenham are on a on a very good um, run of form currently. They they have been impressive um, under um, Christian Stellini. Yeah, Stellini obviously is filling in for for um Antonio He's won an every game, hasn't he? Yeah, it's four from four. Oh. There was one early in the season, and then it's three in the recent weeks. Um, and it's been impressive victories as well. Mm. you look at the both uh, Premier League London derbies against Chelsea and West Ham, respectively, on home mm. soil, mm. you know, six-pointer, two clean sheets, um, it's pretty impressive. I think that's what he's getting right
0: at Tottenham, is the clean sheets.
1: Yeah, but, you know, he also led them to um, to victory against Man City, oh. you know, so those are some top-notch opposition. Clean sheets Yeah, as well. one yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, uh, I, they beat I, think, yeah, I think, I think that, that tells me, um, I, I think, I think they, 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 they get the, the W here. Mm. Um, Conte was back. He wasn't attached for Sheffield where, yeah. where they got knocked out of the FA Cup. <laughs> 1-0. Um, I'm not sure if they get just... Stilini back. <laughs> yeah. Stellini in. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag Stilini in. Um, yeah, I, I think, um... For me, it's, it's going it's going the way of Tottenham. The league form has been impressive. Four clean sheets in their previous five league outings. Mm. Um, Harry Kane obviously is he's, uh, he's, he's, he's whenever he's there, he's like definitely a threat. Mm. Um, second only to uh Lake Holland in the Premier League for goals. And no shame in that, really. Yeah, it's can you can you even like <laughs> count him <Yeah>. basically? <laughs> he's in a league of his own. Yeah. Um,
0: Southampton and Leicester City uh, at the St. Mary Stadium, they wrap up or we'll conclude rather uh, Saturday's action. Mm. Southampton, hot and cold, still in the relegation zone. They're going to be stuck there for a couple of weeks, it seems, with the teams in and around them picking up uh, crucial points. Leicester, kind of, I want to say battered, but I'm just going to say contained Mm. against Arsenal. Um, One shot on goal, it was off target, and it was from about 40 yards out, so they really didn't create anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, before that, got beat three 0 by Manchester United. So, what's your take here?
1: Look, Southampton at home are, are n- notoriously weak. Mm. So they've only they've only collected six points at home in the league this season. Six we spoke points. about the home league table. They certainly yeah. at the bottom. Yeah, definitely, um, you know, there's they've only won once. Seven yeah. seven losses, the most of all top light clubs. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's gonna be. I want to say easy pickings for Leicester, considering their away league form. Um, they're pretty pretty solid. Um, twenty one goals in the road, twenty one goals in the road puts him in the top five. Mm. I can see um, you know Madison dropping a clinical Harvey mm-hmm. um, Barnes. Yeah, you know, yeah, Nacho, yeah, sure. I'm, sure. I'm not sure. He, I feel like he blows. Try to off. sneak that one in. Yeah. <laughs> Look, but Harvey Barnes. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Harvey Barnes. I think he's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Southampton do have um, a striker that I am. I'm watching. He's uh, he was signed um, during the January transfer window. I believe he, he goes by by the name of Suleiman or Hamildin Suleiman. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks to be the the long term replacement for for some of the aging forwards.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he has started for them. And he has been getting more and more minutes. Um, Chair Adams obviously on the bench these days, uh, coming coming off a cameo. Theo Walcott, same. So mm. um, you know their their squad is very young, and I think Ralph Hasenhuttl could have been the right man for the job. You know they obviously brought Nathan Jones in, and then they sacked him. I don't think he was the right man to nurture yeah. the squad. You know that, that uh, signed a few plays from Man City squad as well. I think mm. like four four youngsters ahead of the the season. So. Um, yeah, uh, do they have the, the right manager in Sellers in, uh, to, to lead them? I'm not sure. Um, he did come from, from Bruges, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, yeah, we'll see.
0: Mm, what's your prediction here? Leicester City? Mm. Yeah, definitely. I think up yeah. the Foxes come on you. Um, doublehead on Sunday, Liverpool versus Manchester United in, I say the biggest game in, in English football, but up first is uh, the tiny matter of Everton traveling to Nottingham Forest.
1: <coughs> <laughs> How can you say something? <laughs> yeah, it is, it's definitely a relegation uh, six points at this one. I think mm. um, Nottingham Forest... I think is it a case
0: of Everton have to win
1: or Everton just shouldn't lose? Did I just avoid defeat here? Yeah. I think so. Um, they don't have to win, really. It's, it's away from home. Um and I think that's why Dyke will say let's just get a point. Um, you know he needs to stabilize the club. Um, it's three losses in our last four now. You know it's it's not good. Um, we're back in their relegation zone after being out for just a brief second. Leeds are above us, on, but they do have a game in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, like it's not it's not like we're we're safe just yet. Um, I I do. I do feel Nottingham Forest have um, the tools to hat Everton, or you see the amount of players they have. I just feel it's it's not gonna it's not gonna work long term. Mm. You know the the amount of right now they're they're on a high, no doubt about it. You know, with, but you know when I look at uh, you know Kayla Navas in the team, you know Jesse Lingard in the team, mm. we've got some really like big name players there look at a few Atletico Madrid signings yeah Renan Lodi uh, Renan Lodi but there's also Felipe yeah. you know you had a few I think uh, Roman Freuler from Atalanta because mm. you've got so many nationalities so many Euro- European experience you know you mm-hmm. get a Champions League um, winner in Keylor Navas mm. he's, he's now you, like potentially going to save you from litigation <laughs> um, and life, then life comes at you faster yeah. eh? you know, they're, they're led by Steve, Steve Cooper as well you know I, I don't own a uh, be any like the anti Nottingham Forest, but realistically, I, I don't think that they're gonna survive the season. Mm. Um, I think the the points are gonna dry up sooner rather than later. But does it start this weekend? I don't think so. I think both both sides are, are leaving with a point and a clean sheet. to straw is my, my prediction.
0: Oh, um, hopefully it's an entertaining one. Um, not the big one. Liverpool versus Manchester United. Uh, we said earlier in, in the week that it's a, a rivalry to mm. rival all rivalries. Yeah. Um, it doesn't get much bigger than this in English football. Um, Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool taking on Erik Ten Hags, Manchester United. Um, of course, the Red Devils winning earlier this season. Um, Marcus Rashford. The, on key, fire. the key to everything. unlocking. And in fact, the key to everything. As you say, yeah. he's, if he has a good game, it, it's. Many nights win, don't they?
1: Mm. I, I, I don't think anybody can, can contain him in this Liverpool defence, at least. Mm. Um, I just want to um, touch... uh your, your earlier comment, you said United could possibly win the league the next season. Mm. I don't think so. I think right now the attack is very one-directional. You know where but the ball is going.
0: Don't you think they one player short? If they get Vecos no, out but even, and
1: replace him with, let's just say, you put a... I don't think Anthony... Is is at a is at a the level that you I think need he to. could hide and get away in a in a top team. But then there's many players. You look at Fernandez as well. Fernandez is also possibly hiding. You know, his his contribution to the team mm. is it is good. Like for top four, not yeah. good enough for title winner. You know, mm. if you look at if you compare it to some of the greats. You know, you look at David Silva playing in that position and Man yeah. City. If you look at um, uh, like, if I look at Liverpool. Okay, obviously they are deployed a different um approach. Mm. No, they didn't have like a cam, an alternate camp. They had but three... Exactly. Uh, three, was four, um, three, three.
0: What, what was it? We called it three pit bulls. Yeah. Three so, bulls.
1: yeah, and that, that tactic worked for them.
0: Um, you don't think... Man United, have Man United impressed you this season? I they have. They I have, mean, to, but not to, to see a vision of no, not anything
1: greater to come. No. I think Hag also has a three-year plan. Mm. No, I think his three-year plan would be to get in there. I don't think it's I think he's well ahead of his plan. Um I think they would have said trophy as soon as possible. I think <laughs> <laughs> and he's done that. And then I think he's done that. So first objective done and then and then definitely league title in, in at least two years. Yeah. So look, they will they will build. They mm-hmm. will build. I think Vegas is is Vegos, I think he's he's somebody that um they just needed for for the year and now. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Anthony Marshall is in a long term plans. He's probably, probably not. yeah, probably not. Uh, if you look at Casemiro as well, not on the long-term plans. Varane yeah. is probably not on the long-term plans. De Gea is not on the long-term plans. You see, and I, and I don't think these players give give a trophy, and and let alone the the Premier League trophy, mm. um, which is what I was alluding to. I mean, they have just delivered silverware, mm. but I don't think that they deliver a league title. But
0: why I'm saying, you know, just to, to add more um, reasoning to to my prediction for next season. It's a very early one that this season hasn't even concluded. Um, but Manchester United, look at the signings they're making. Look at since I think even before Ten Hag uh, joined, you know Bruno Fernandes, um, Casemiro, Christian Eriksen. That's it's a fairly new form, fairly newly formed midfield three, and I think that's the best midfield in the league. I don't think any midfield um, trio comes close to a Bruno, Casemiro, and Eriksen. And then you've got a World Cup-winning centre-back pairing of Lissandro Martinez and Rafael Varane. Yes, they didn't win the World Cup together, but they both have that experience of getting over the line and knowing what it takes to win in, you know, in extreme conditions. You've got the most informed attacker. Uh, yes, he doesn't have Ireland's numbers, but you look at the starts since the, you know, the conclusion of the World Cup, no one has scored more goals than Ra- Marcus Rashford. Um, that's why I'm saying there's enough in the United States team, for one or two players to go missing. And I think Anthony will go missing. is um, a good addition off the bench. Uh, Wejos, I think he's not scoring, but since he's in the team, he's brought out a better Marcus Rashford. And we spoke about, well, I used the player, um, player improvements under management with Graham Potter and I asked the question, who has he improved? You look at Manchester United, David De not the same. He, he's taken his game up a few levels. Um, and he was, you know, there was talk of him on the outs not too long ago with Dean Henderson, possibly, you know, being a, a number one for, for many nights. And then so many other names came up. Diogo Delo, Luke Shaw, um, Aaron Ron Basaka. You, um, you know, you look at Bruno Fernandes as well. I, I think he is starting to trouble under Oleg Gunnar Solskjaer. Marcus Rash, Rashford as well. We, we always heard about the potential, but we never ever saw it. And I think right now we're seeing it. Um, Can he win a Ballon d'Or? Probably not, but he's going to make you ask the question. Mm. And they will get it right with the striker because there's a proper plan in place that just takes one piece of the puzzle to be added into it to complete it. And I think that's the striker. And with the striker, Manchester United win the league next season. And
1: yeah, yeah. For me, it's continuation. You know, I I, I like what I see. I've heard. You know when. When you said, is, is there a better trio than Eriksen, and Casemiro and, and Bruno? Fernandez. And I'm like, there definitely is. I can tell you right now, is. those three players are good, but they are nowhere near best in the league. And, and then that is... Then maybe name it. Definitely Arsenal. Arsenal without shadow of a doubt.
0: Chaka and Odegaard. Yeah, I mean, that is monstrous. I don't think it comes near Man United's midfield. Partey, Chaka... Okay, mm. wait,
1: let's... You're an Arsenal's of what okay. I shouldn't have to Okay, let's let's, to plead let's my case here. Let's do this. Casemiro or Thomas Party. Look, Casemiro is definitely like could be the signing of the
0: season. So Casemiro, Casemiro yeah. Um let's go. and then you Christian oh. Eriksen or Granit
1: Xhaka? Definitely Xhaka. hands you down. You think
0: he's better than Christian Eriksen?
1: Definitely. Xhaka will Bruno Fernandez or would, Martin Odegaard? Fernandez Odegaard. I am taking Odegaard because mm-hmm. of his of his ability. You know, Fernandez. Look, Casemiro gets into any team. Let's let's just, yeah. like, he, he I, is... I think he's the best defensive midfielder in the world. Yeah, and then... And Eriksen I think he's a better he's footballer good. than Chaka. He's, he's good, but I, don't, I think Chaka has really, um, really, like, switched up the gears that I've never seen a player oh. definitely most improved. Uh, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and Eriksen, for all, all his worth, I've been, I've been, I've watched him. You know, if I look at the, the United-Arsenal game, if I just take that, guard. Like had him in his pockets, mm. you know. He made him look like he he was. He should have been on the bench. He shouldn't have like rocked up to the stadium, possibly, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So um, I'll leave that. Maybe Sabitzer, you know, I could say maybe Sabitzer and Shaka could be what the what the battle. Mm. I'd still take Shaka right now, but I could. Oh. I think Sabitzer puts more for fight up than Eriksen does. Mm. Um, and and again, it comes back to my my initial statement about about continuation. You know, mm. the players they are good. But can they do it season-on-season season? Rashford? Yeah, we, we, nobody can stop talking about Rashford. Mm-hmm. But again, continuation. He's shown it off before the World Cup, after World Cup. Boom, same player. In fact, maybe even switch it up. Is he going to do that in preseason? How is he, you know, will, will, what will unfold there? Um, and, and I think that's the number one mark of a true club. Wilton, Hogg do it? You know, there is a lot of new faces in a team. A lot of new faces on a team sheet as well. You mm-hmm. know, you're not seeing your McFreds now. Yeah. You know, you're not seeing Maguire partnering Lindelof.
0: But, but that's why I'm saying Man United are so much braver now. You look at the top teams competing at that top end of the table. They play with one DM. Manchester yeah. City only play Rodri. It's Rodri, Gwynethjean and um, Kevin De Bruyne or Bernardo Silva mm. or somebody else. But Rodri sits by himself. Right now at Arsenal, we've got Thomas Partey sitting by himself. Manchester United, I think Ten Hag, it's taken him a couple Jorginho, of games.
1: It's, 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 it's Jorginho and, and Partey. I've no, seen both no, of them play. I think like I'll have like f- f- first last five minutes of
0: the game to manage a situation. But the starting trio is always Partey-Chaka-Odegaard or Jorginho-Chaka-Odegaard. But essentially, it's still one sitting defensive midfielder. And it's taken Ten Hag time. Um, yes, I'll fault him for that because he shouldn't have identified it quickly. He, he eased mm-hmm. Casemiro in too late. But now that he's done it and seen that that's the way forward, he's mastered it completely. And Casemiro sitting in the, you know, anchoring that defence by himself. You put him in front of two World Cup winning centre-backs and you've got a devastating team. I I, I like what I see. I, I make them favourites against Liverpool this weekend. I see them winning, actually, mm. against Liverpool this weekend. Um, Liverpool, there's questions asked of who's the best front three at the moment. Um, which midfield trio should play. Um, you know, the centre-back pairing, it's such it's a go at the moment. There's so many un- unanswered questions going into a well-put-together Manchester yeah. United and for me, that doesn't bode well. You, you need to have your, your ducks in a row if you're playing against this Manchester United team. Um, I think they're the second-best team in the league. I think they'll... Well, I suppose they've they started their season too late, losing to, to Brighton and Brentford early on in the season. But I think... This team is special, and it's, it sounds like I'm going crazy about Manchester United. I really am, and this is down to Ten And do I think they win this weekend? Yes.
1: Do you think they win that this weekend? I think yeah. I think United get the W. I mm. will say this: I think Casemiro walks though. Uh, mm. I can't see him playing the full 90. I don't think he's getting subbed off either.
0: Too emotional.
1: I just think like <laughs> right now in his form, um, he has been booked in each of his previous five. Um, appearances uh, for United. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he played um, for in yesterday's um, FA Cup against uh, West Ham. Against West Ham, um, but he going like five bookings and five appearances, and one of them was <laughs> a red card. Like, gosh, um, I don't know. So he didn't. Yeah, he didn't play yesterday. I see. Oh, he came off off the bench. Um, yeah, um, he's he's gonna be. He's he's gonna be one to watch. I think Jota Jota he could be in charge of, of mm. keeping Jota quiet. You no know, Salah, I'm sure he gets his mandatory mm. goal. Um, it is at Anfield. You know it's gonna be it's gonna be rearing. Anything can happen. Um, Rashford is probably probably also gonna get on the score sheet. Mm-hmm. I can see goals in this one. Um, you know um, it's 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 generally a, um, you know United have haven't been this, the same club that have played the, uh, Liverpool in the past. You know, it's just been one, one, one league win in their previous nine league meetings. You know, so mm. um, obviously that one league win that come this season, <coughs> um, it was uh, Tenog's first league win under, under, in, in United Colours. Um, does he get the league double? Possibly. And, you know, he, he'd definitely go down in, in United history for being, you know, one of those That's managers. You know. Yeah. Get a league double, and you get a day. statue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, a final match of the the, well, the game week we see on Monday nights, London derby, Brentford against Fulham. Brentford, um, of course, um, you know their their home form has been well documented. Just one defeat uh, this season. Fulham have been on the rise. These are two teams in the top half of the table, surprisingly. And, mm. you know, I think at the start of the season, you know, if I said that, you know, Brentford and Fulham will be playing in March, um, you know, fighting in the top half yeah. of the season, you'd have probably laughed at me and said, I don't know what I'm talking about. But this is football and this is, this is what it is. On Monday nights, we'll see who comes out in the top half battle. Mm-hmm.
1: I think, um, you know, Brentford, they do have two games in hand. You, uh, sh- excuse me, two games in hand. Um they've they've won uh they they've won, they've won three of their previous four league outings. So uh excuse me. Um they won three of their previous six league outings. Mm-hmm. Um you know and they they their unbeaten record is it's it's I think it's gonna go the distance, eh? Mm. I think they, they come away unscathed against uh uh Fulham. Um they do have Man
0: City to play at home. Mm-hmm. Which I'm hoping come on you
1: bees. Yeah. I will be <laughs> behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Um yeah, Tom, Tom, Thomas Frank is playing such an attractive of football over there. It's a never say die attitude. If you look at their their fixture against Crystal Palace, I thought it was all crumbling. Mm-hmm. You know, and then enter um, I think it's Vitaly Yanals of all mm-hmm. players, you know, with a with a bullet header, mm-hmm. you know, lung busting run uh, I think he leapt from probably outside <laughs> the box and, and he just saw the He that. just yeah, and, and he took the goal off Tony's head. You mm-hmm. know, Tony was I think on hand. To, f- to apply the finishing touch, you know, he's on some insane numbers this season. So, you know, credit to him um, for showing what a, what a threat he can be. And, um, yeah, we'll see if he, if he gets a move away from, from the G-tech. Mm. Um But yeah, against, against uh, a Fulham outfit, I think, I think there's too much quality in, uh, in the bees. Mm.
0: Um, yeah. I, I fancy playing for two, to win as well. Um, Fulham have impressed me. I think they, I think this this Monday night we could, we're going to be entertained. Um, yeah. And these are two teams in the top half of the table who you know are, are where they are by being progressive and are there because they take the game to the opposition. They don't sit back and you know soak up pressure and hit on the counter attack. These are two teams who love going at it. And definitely, you you said goals. You mentioned goals. Ivan Tony, and mm. um, there's Mitrovic and Willian in this fixture as well, who who know all you know all about scoring. I mean, especially in big games, and I think this is a big game for both Fulham and Brentford. Um, in fact, it's a London derby. It doesn't get much bigger than you know. You know, also bragging rights. You want to beat your cross town rivals? Um, so yeah, hashtag Come on, UBS. <laughs> I'm, I'm in favour of Thomas Frank's side. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to keep an eye out for from Mano Solomon. I'm not sure if he gets a start mm-hmm. against uh, Brentford, but his form right now four goals in his previous four appearances, and it's it's been some impressive goals at that. You know, against. Um, um and am I'm I'm sure I don't have the stats behind it, but if you look at the goals per
0: minute, yeah. he's coming off for yeah. ten minutes. He's and scoring, he's, he's coming off for fifteen minutes and yeah. he's fine in the back of the net. So he's he's certainly a threat. And you know, don't look at the team sheet and
1: think that oh he's not
0: starting, he's so not a threat. There
1: yeah. must knows. be some method to the madness. I mean, mm-hmm. Marcus Silva, you know, he is um, something of a tactical genius. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, against Wolves, he he deployed him out wide and he just cut in an absolute Curler, you know, yeah. this beautiful goal. Jose saw, you know, he's a top notch keeper. He does get it's like something special to use. Yeah, and and uh, that goal was, it was on home soil, you know, lift to the roof of Craywood Cottage against mm-hmm. Brighton, gave them the, all, the three points. Mm. Honestly, I saw that strike. I'm not sure who played him in, but uh, what a peach of a strike. You know, first touch, bang. And yeah. Robert Sanchez again, possibly the Spain, Spain keeper Spain in like a few, few years' time. Shouldn't, well, shouldn't, he's got
0: another Spanish goalkeeper, David Raya, to mm, to beat that, this yeah, weekend. about oh, well, Monday night.
1: <laughs> possible. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, it was it was a beautiful strike. Um, something to be envied, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, maybe maybe gets uh gets an over David Raya this weekend. I'm not sure if both sides keep a clean sheet, but I do think um, Brentford um, Brentford, will win. Brentford go with a with all three points.
0: Well, it's an interesting weekend. Um, you know. Coming up, of course, we've got Manchester City looking to close the gap on Arsenal. Arsenal looking to extend what they've built on this season. Uh, We've got the likes of Chelsea in action against Leeds, uh, looking for a bounce back or looking for a return to formal. A return to something, just, you know, I I don't even think they could, you know, win a raffle at the moment. Um, But of course, there's a big one on Sunday Liverpool, Manchester United, the panel, of course, just being Dish and I this week. Uh, are in favour
1: of Eric Tenag's Manchester United. Um, So much football to look forward to, Desh. Yeah, definitely. Again, I just want to echo those that sentiment. You know, that the Monday night one, it is going to be, be a crack. I think uh, Solomon has just been announced as a potential play of the month for, for wow. February. Yeah, so wow. Premier League play of the month. Again, all those cameo appearances. Can he take it into March? Yeah, it's going to be. I think the bees will definitely be keeping an eye out for him. Possibly, is it Rico Henry or Mads Ruslof? Um, You know, uh, Ben Me is going to have his, his work cut out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think all eyes will be on the, the derby on Sunday.
0: Interesting. Times lie ahead. Um, yeah, Dish, as always, love, you know, unpicking your brain and seeing what you have to say, especially after an Everton defeat. So much emotion. Yeah. So much passion. Um, but yeah, let's enjoy the football this weekend.
1: Come on, Arsenal. Come on, Arsenal. Come on, Arsenal. (laughs) (laughs) Until next week. Cheers.